This is Generation Green's Wildflower Project, the podcast that starts conversations to create connections on this journey we're all doing called life. Together, we can grow through what we go through and bloom in spite of it all. So let's be like wildflowers and see where the wind blows us. Hello and welcome back to the Wildflower Project. We are starting season two and I'm so excited to be back here and getting going again. Uh, We've had a great summer break. I hope you all did too. And so now obviously I had mentioned when I left off that this is going to be our grow season. So with the grow season, it also means now what can we be doing to bring all those connections back and uh, develop them even more. And so we are going to be doing a whole bunch of events. I'm going to tell you all about those. You can also find them on the website at generationgreenwpg.com. And shortly, we'll also have our own Wildflower Project website that should be up in the next week, uh, wildflowerproject.ca. And so there we're going to have all kinds of different stuff happening and uh, lots of new stuff. And so like I said, I'm going to tell you all about the events that are coming up. But today I'm so happy to have my friend Michelle LeClaire from Wolseley Kombucha. Hello. Good morning. Hi, Sherry. I'm happy to be here. Um, morning now for recordings is uh, is kind of nice because we get to use this beautiful space over at Cloakroom uh, Wellness at uh, 70 Albert Street. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that right. It's easy to confuse it with 70 Arthur. And uh, so Cloakroom Wellness, if you didn't uh, know or haven't experienced it yet, is is a great location for um, creatives. So basically, you can put on any kind of great event here, and uh, I encourage you to take a look at their website as well. Anyway, so we're talking kombucha today, and Michelle is making the best kombucha that I've ever tasted. And like for us home brewers that have ever done it, mine certainly never tasted like yours. So you've got some some special secrets there. We're not going to ask you to spill them. Um, but first, let me ask you, how did you ever get started with kombucha? Or maybe we should start even with the question about what is kombucha? That's probably the best one to start with. Okay, so kombucha is a fermented tea. Um, so it's made by making a really sweet tea. The sugar that's used in the sweet tea is the food for this culture. So essentially what happens is when you make your sweet batch, you add a kombucha culture. The culture will eat the sugar and transform the sugar into organic acids. So kombucha is good for gut health. It has lots of beneficial bacteria, um, but it also has organic acids that are going to detoxify your liver and your blood. Uh, And I think we had talked about that once before, because is that why you crave it too? After you start drinking it on a regular basis... Yes. Yeah, it's the organic acids. Um, So kombucha has two really good things. It has the beneficial bacteria for gut health, and then it also has the organic acids. So you'll notice like if you smell kombucha, it kind of smells like vinegar. That's the organic acids. Yeah. And I think that's a a misconception. I want to tell people too, that if you've tried kombucha in the past, and especially, like I said, if you've tried it to make it on your own, nothing (laughs) compares to the taste of yours because like And is it because you do a double ferment too? Is that what it's about? You know, when I first started making kombucha, it probably took me at least a year to be able to drink my own. Seriously. So I was in the same boat as you guys. And then one day it it just clicked. Um, You just got the right stuff. Figured out, I guess, the right ratios, the right timing. I mean, my mom-in-law taught me. My partner, Rob, his mom taught me how to make kombucha. And I was just making 
I was buying so much of it that I decided, well, I'm going to try to make it. Mm-hmm. I remember my first batch, I dumped it and drove right to Costco and bought GT's kombucha because <laughs> yeah. I was like this, you know, it just, it just takes practice, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, we use really high quality tea. The ingredients we use, we try to use the best organic ingredients we can. There's only a few ingredients in kombucha. So trying to use the best you can will certainly help right. with your kombucha at home. Um, we also do, we add a lot of love into our mm. kombucha. I do mantras, <laughs> the heart sutra when I make it. So maybe it's that. Oh, you do. What is it? Um, I've done this for a really long time. I don't really tell too many people, ah, but, but I um, like I'm, I'm big into health and wellness and yoga. I'm yeah. sure you know that. So I, when I'm making my batch, I actually chant the heart sutra. Okay. Yeah. So oh, I just got wonderful. into the habit of that. And eventually when we're in our new space, I'd like to have a few singing bowls in the fermentation room oh my gosh, to kind of yes. infuse some of that sound vibration into our, into the water, into the tea. Yeah. And that is legit. I yeah. mean, what happens there? I mean, I think there's even a video you can watch how water responds to sound. So um, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, and I respond to sound like <laughs> anytime when, you know, I've had like salmon brie mm-hmm. and they're singing bowls and it's just like amazing what happens. So I can only imagine how that could, uh, you know, yeah. uh, well, affect. Our, our mantra is love what you do. So we, so mm-hmm. it's just playing off that whole love and oh I love yeah. that yeah I love I love, love so that's <laughs> hey, wonderful love what yeah, you do love what my you shirt. Do, your shirt I love it I love it um and so you were buying it for your own self so you already saw that there was benefits to yeah. this you were obviously responding to those benefits right like was it a health reason why you started with it, it? was yeah I had some gut issues probably about maybe nine years ago now where everything I ate made me sick. Mm. So for a while I just stopped eating because everything made me bloated and sick and feel like really shitty. So, and I couldn't really pinpoint what it was. I don't think it was like an allergy. It was just, I was sensitive to so many things. Um, so I was reached out to, um, a doctor in the city, a Chinese medicine doctor and, that's kind of where the journey began of she recommended, you know, fermented foods and try that. And then through acupuncture and her treatments and kombucha, I finally was able to get my gut on back on track. And I think this roots back to um, a long time ago when I was on antibiotics. And I think Mm -hmm. what happened was I just killed my entire gut microbiome, um, taking these super strong antibiotics. And from there, that's when it's like anything I ate, my body just couldn't digest anything. Hmm. So since, since then I've, I obviously eat tons of fermented foods, not just kombucha, but different kinds. Cause each fermented foods has its own different bacteria. So the more diverse your bacteria, the better your gut microbiome, the easier you can digest your food. Cause if you think about it, all of those little microbes are going to help digest your food so then your body doesn't have to work so hard because I would literally eat something and then I'd be in a coma for for hours and I'd be in pain right so and I think more and more people are having this issue like mm -hmm. I just hear constantly about either digestive issues leaky gut inflammatory uh, issues Crohn's colitis so many issues and I think it is because we have kind of lost that I, I think fermented foods were were kind of a staple in uh, well, diets if right you think back in the day when someone wanted to make soda they would make a naturally fermented soda not coke or pepsi <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean so Gut rot <laughs> exactly so it's it's kind of almost bringing back those traditions that were lost mm-hmm. um 
because, oh, I have so many ideas once I'm in my new space. Yeah. So let's talk about that. I mean, you've had a crazy busy year. Okay. First of all, stop. You had a baby. I did. Yes. <laughs> and you were like, happened. no downtime. I mean, Lucy was coming along. I took along. a week she, off. A week. Yeah. I took a week off. <laughs> Lucy's now the booch baby and she's she coming is. along everywhere. And I, I, I guess Talk, let's talk before we even talk about your new location. Talk about so when you're pregnant, did uh, you you were able to drink kombucha? I I did. Um, I think a lot of people don't drink kombucha because it's not pasteurized. Um, a, like a long time ago, they said you know when if you're pregnant, don't have pasteurized things just because because of the risk. In our day and age, I mean, things are pretty clean. Um, and I think people think bacteria is bacteria, but well, beneficial bacteria is actually good for you. We are more bacteria than cells in our body. Right. Which is crazy yes. to think. Um, and because I was so used to drinking it, I still continued. Kombucha is a, de- is a detoxifier. So I did dilute it. Or if I had a glass of kombucha, I would follow it with a glass of water. But I continued to drink it throughout my whole pregnancy. And and made a booch baby and I made a booch baby she's very healthy she hasn't been sick yet um and I'm breastfeeding now and I'm still drinking kombucha mm-hmm. I mean and she's thriving yeah I mean, she's, she's she's fine so yeah. I mean I, I would definitely listen to your body if you've never yeah. had kombucha maybe it's not the time to start or if it does make you feel a little like you know you could dilute it you could do half kombucha half tea right so you're still getting some of the benefits but you're not it's not as strong, I guess. Right. And so like talking, like people know about probiotics, they've heard about probiotics. So, I mean, this is obviously, yes, the beneficial gut bacteria and we all need it to be able to fight diseases off. We need to build that army in there. And, uh, because so much of it doesn't even last, like when you take a probiotic, like it, by the time it gets down through your digestive Mm -hmm. system and all that, it's not really, you know, as strong. When a probiotic's made in a lab, whereas like raw living food, those are living cultures. So they're not, I don't like to call kombucha as a probiotic. I like to say it has beneficial bacteria because a probiotic technically would be made in a lab and might not be as diverse as a living, like a living cultured product. Um, another thing I want to talk about is just like the gut mind connection. Yes. I've been hearing tons about that too. And I, and I know like they say that all disease begins in the gut too. And, and there is that your brain responds, right? So yeah. Like if you've ever had butterflies in your stomach, that's like your enteric nervous system is in your gut. And yeah, the book I'm reading right now, it's the gut mind connection. So it, um, basically is talking about the importance of gut health. Um, in relation to depression and how if you've ever had butterflies in your stomach how um, the connection between the gut and the mind is so close Um, we're still uh, doctors are still figuring out how important it is Um, 80 percent of serotonin is produced in the gut and um, all of your immunity originates in your gut so there it's to have a healthy gut is where our culture is realizing how important that is Right. And so with that connection, you're saying like there's uh, the there's I mean, obviously the connection with depression and with anxiety and because that you're hearing so much about, too. Right. Yeah, Like if you're ever nervous, like I am right now, <laughs> you, you get that nervous feeling yes, in yes. your gut. That's your enteric nervous system. So and like we're just discovering like how closely connected they are. So if you have an unhealthy gut, imagine what that's going to do to your mind. Right. Like if you go and eat, you know, all of this like really high sugar food or lots of carbs and you don't feel well, you probably aren't going to feel really good. Like you might not feel motivated or you might not, you know, if, but if you eat like some really nutritious food and you're eating fermented foods, 
you're you're really gonna your body like you you'll feel it in your mind right yeah feed your gut feed your brain yeah makes sense to trust me. your gut <laughs> trust your gut another one yeah I mean and we've been hearing about these and I think intuitively we even know these things too um but we we want what we want right and then and we get so off mm. course about things and and but I see so many people coming back to it now and yeah. reining it in and realizing and I think especially the older you get because I've been telling my kids this you know you're gonna you're gonna pay for that later uh you will I I, think, I see the effects with it with autoimmune too. I think people are starting to like, for me, when I drink kombucha, I feel good, yeah. right? When I have a meal, I usually try to have like some sauerkraut or kimchi, something at the end that'll help me digest my food and it makes me feel good. So when people start connecting that, what they eat and how they feel, I think like over time I'm like, hmm, you know, I'm not going to have that burger because it's just, it's not going to feel well. Instead, I'll have this, right? you know, so it definitely takes, takes some time and yeah. And I think when you're, when you see your body responding to, uh, and, and I think people are getting tired of being sick and tired. So that's why they're paying attention <laughs> yeah. to it. It's like, okay, what am I eating that's responding? And it's really hard to figure that out because it can take so long for, you know, for food to actually digest and for you to say, okay, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But instead by saying, okay, let me see what I can do to aid my body here and, and help with the process for and sure. add in those other things and see if that even benefits. And maybe you can get away with it then once in a while, even, you know, having that cheat or whatever it is or that thing that's not as healthy because we all want to have those cheat days too but at least this helps you uh to be able to your body to be able to process it exactly it's a good balance for sure I mean everyone wants chocolate cake sometimes exactly (laughs) exactly yes and we don't want to deprive our our uh, the cravings you have for those things Mm -hmm. either because I think that's your body telling you something one of the things though I did want to talk about was the sugar part of things because a lot of people I think have the misconception that kombucha has so much sugar because you have to put so much sugar in to make it so the sugar when I make my sweet tea batch at the beginning it's not for you it's for the scoby so every time you make a batch a new culture grows on top so if I told you how much sugar I added in the beginning you you would it's crazy but in the end product all of that sugar has been transformed into organic acids so for example when I make a batch um day three of the of the ferment all of the sugar gets eaten by the yeast. It creates a high volume of alcohol. Then the bacteria come in and eat all the alcohol and that's what the organic acid is. So it kind of gets transformed by the yeast and the bacteria. So the culture is called a SCOBY. It's a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. So they work together to ferment the sweet tea into kombucha. Um, so our batches take about 30 days. So we try to oh, ferment ours. that long? Yeah. It's it's about thirty days. You can harvest it sooner. Um, oh no! I, don't change it. I mean, obviously, you can. It's like working. people can. Some people, if if you're doing like, let's say you wanted to do kombucha slurpees, which are coming, mm. you might want to have a sweeter a sweeter batch. Um, or if you're making something like you wanted to do a root beer, you might not want it to be really tart. So there's different things that you can do. So you would harvest it sooner. Our um, lemon ginger and pomegranate limeade, I, it's pretty much 30 days. And we try to make it as low sugar, but still tasty. Um, we have 10 grams of sugar for 355 mLs of lemon ginger. That's pretty low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for pop, for a ginger ale, it's 48 grams of sugar. Yeah. So. And I don't know if anybody's ever seen a SCOBY, but I mean, <laughs> I kind of compare it to, and I think, it, well, I mean... It, 
it does. It looks kind of like a placenta almost, right? A little bit. And I think, well, a little bit like that. But I, I kind of see it the same way as like it's this mother. It's mm-hmm. this this nourishing um, thing that's keeping um, the life going. The life going, yeah. exactly. That's yeah, pretty fascinating. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I kind of, that's in my mind how I always kind of pictured it. And I mean, it does, it, it's a little cleaner looking. <laughs> but yes. it kind of has that same. It does. You know, it's function. It's a living culture. Right. And it's super fascinating because as I've scaled up my business, you know, like my batches, they just keep growing and growing. Like I think my largest scoby is 100 centimeters diameter. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because that's the thing. They will grow to the size of whatever vessel you put exactly. it in, right? Yeah. Like if you were to put it in a bathtub, it would grow to the size of as the bathtub. As long as you keep feeding as it, long as you, keep, you feeding keep it warm, it's like the blob. You, you take care of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. And so, and then the mother has babies as well, right? That you can kind of peel yeah. off. So each top. batch, a new layer will grow. Okay. And if you just leave it undisturbed, it'll just grow and grow and it'll get thicker and thicker and thicker. Like I have some SCOBY hotels that I just keep some of my extra SCOBY. SCOBY hotels? It's a SCOBY hotel. So on the top <laughs> of my SCOBY hotel, it's just, it's getting thicker and thicker. And as long as I keep adding sweet tea and keep feeding it yeah you know talking to it no I don't talk to them <laughs> but they do talk to each other I've heard this I've heard that yes <laughs> do they because bacteria communicates yeah. so I've heard that if you are making a couple of batches don't have them right next to each other uh, because they will communicate and it can affect the the flavor Hmm. That's one of the things I had heard when I took a... Mine a, hang out all of the time together. Really? So yeah. maybe they benefit each maybe. other. Maybe know? that's my secret. Who maybe knows? Maybe it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but bacteria does uh, does communicate. So I, it's pretty fascinating. It is I super mean, fascinating. It is. Well, why don't we try... I brought some kombucha yes, today. Let's we're going to definitely crack that and uh, we'll have a little sipperoo. I mean, I drink this all the time now. <laughs> Three o'clock in the afternoon, I crave it. Yeah. And it's because I think I used to go for coffee at that time. Yes. And now I've replaced the coffee with the kombucha because I feel I get a perk. It does. Well, kombucha is high in vitamin B. So um, kombucha is a great alternative to coffee. Like every, I like to have my coffee in the morning. But kombu- and I have, well, I have kombucha, then I have coffee, and then I have more kombucha, and then more and more later in the day. Okay. Um, but when it's you're high- starting out, though, like you'd want to start like a cup, right? If you're new to kombucha, I would recommend probably between like four to six ounces. So you okay. can just have a little bit in the morning, and then I usually recommend have some after lunch. It's mm-hmm. like that's a good time to help. It helps digest your food. But then you will notice the more you do it in the morning, you'll start craving it, and that's the organic acids. That's the vinegar yeah. smell that you'll smell you know, similar to kind of apple cider vinegar. Oh, it's so much better than apple cider vinegar. It's so much better. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But it's, it has that similar, you can also make, um, I want to do a line of salad dressings with kombucha vinegar. Oh, goodness. So that's something. So this is after it's fermented farther along, right? So it would be more than 30 days, obviously. It would be a kombucha vinegar. vinegar. Yeah. And then you can infuse it with different herbs. Um, So right now that's, another oh, so project fun. I'm working on. But I think like now that you have, and when we can talk about your new location here too, well, we, we should crack some and have a little sip here first. Let you hear the bubbles pour. Let's see if we can do that. <laughs> bubbles with cups. bubbles with benefits. Bubbles with benefits. That's the, I just keep saying that over oh, and over. Did you hear that? Nice little, <laughs> little spurt. Look at <laughs> That's some bubbles. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. This one is the pomegranate. 
It is. like the pomegranate. I love the pomegranate. I like them both, though. I don't even think I have a favorite. I think I have to... Oh, I should have brought the blueberry rooibos. Okay, so you have a new flavor coming out. We we do have some new flavors. Um, We have a few things. Our apple spice... Uh, well, I think this mm. year it's going to be an apple chai. That is coming back for sure. I usually pick the apples and make the cider myself. But because I have a baby and a million things to do, we decided to source um, it from um, a local company. So they, they're they going to make the cider for us. But we are definitely going to have our apple spice back. Yeah. And that usually comes like right around September, right? Yeah. Like, or fall-ish. Probably the second week of, oh, second week of September. That's coming up. Yeah. You better, better get, get on it. <laughs> better get in the lab um so talk about your new location because you had been using a commercial rented commercial kitchen space and you obviously have grown and grown and grown because you've been doing it for how long now how long has Wolseley Kombucha been we started in in 2016 and um so the first year was pretty much friends and family my first sale was to my favorite yoga teacher well I have a million favorites but one of my favorites (laughs) Corey Jill um Akusiak she came over and she's like can you sell me some of this? And I'm like, I guess. Yeah. Um, And then she's like, you need a logo. And that's kind of where it all started. So that was 2016. 2017, we moved into Kitchen Sink, um, a shared kitchen in the exchange, Mm -hmm. which was, it's been a great space to kind of test the waters. Um, Because I also, like I'm on mat leave right now, but I also had a day job as well. So that was a good space to kind of test the waters before, you know, jumping right into this as my full-time job. Um, and yeah, now we've, we've scaled up and we've taken the leap. We're building a space at 749 Wall Street mm-hmm. and we are almost done, probably a week or two away. So that's our be grand right. opening we're hoping will be the first week of October. Oh, great. So as long as things go as planned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll do shouting out on your, oh, your totally. social media for yeah, sure. Absolutely. We have lots of yeah. How, do, how do people find you on uh, on social media? What do you call it there? We Same are uh, Wolseley Kombucha on Facebook, Instagram. Our website is wolseleykombucha.com. And we should spell Wolseley because yes. a lot of people don't know how to spell that. W-O-L-S-E-L-E-Y. Right. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's when all- I started my business, I never really thought of that. I love Wolseley. I live in Wolseley, obviously. Um, and... Uh, I didn't realize how hard it was to spell. It is. Or else maybe I would have thought of a different business name. But I love, I love Wolseley Kombucha. I love the name. And I just, I have to spell it. Yeah. Two our, times, two to three times a day. And that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, now that I've spelled it a, you know, a whole bunch of times, I, I know how to spell it. And uh, I, like, I'm so lucky, like a Generation Green to have it there on tap. So I have full access all the time to it. But the refill has been like, just amazing and so you don't have it just at my store obviously (laughs) um but so where else can people find it we um we have it at verde so right now we just have the two fill stations okay one at verde one at generation green we do plan to put a few more fill stations in the city and we're also working on our uh single serve bottle um do you have those out yet we a few places have them we've kind of done like a soft launch um once we're in our new space and we have more capacity than then they'll be everywhere. We also have another fun project starting. Um, I don't want to say too much about it. You can give but a tease. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to have a different bottle and it's going to have a different label. And the flavors will be more of like a craft beer type of flavor, but non-alcoholic. Okay. So. Well, that's great because there's not a, enough options. Like my husband doesn't drink. Yeah. And I go to try to find uh, other things for him. Like you know, that aren't like the, the 
iced tea and, exactly. and what like, have who you. wants to drink soda water at a bar like if yeah. someone is you know maybe maybe they they're just not drinking that day maybe they work the maybe next morning the maybe DD. maybe they're the dd or they just don't want to drink but they still want to have something social so we're working not working to create something for the for those people there's also um apparently a bar opening in the city that's all non-alcoholic so stop it Oh, how yes, fabulous. A little birdie said something. Yeah. And so we're hoping to, yeah, just to kind of. That would be really neat. Oh, mm-hmm. what a good idea. I mean, we got some pretty creative people here in the city doing all kinds of great stuff. And I love it. I love hearing about like it's just mm-hmm. constant too, right? Yeah. And then when you start really getting into it and you start, it, obviously you're immersed in that community too. I mean, you go out and do all, the, you're, you're, you have a presence like out at all the different, uh, the big festivals and fairs and mm-hmm. craft shows and all that stuff too. I mean, you've really built your brand up. People know yeah. who you are. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's cool. You're, a, you're like yeah. a, a kombucha I got to be celebrity. on my best behavior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> best I'm behavior. always. Uh, yeah. You got to wrap for it. So at the new location, so you'll be able to be brewing as much as you like there. Yeah. Will you have like a little bit of a retail front too, a little sampling station? We're going to have a small, it's, it's like a small lobby tap room kind of thing it's not very big it's maybe like 140 square feet but it's large enough for people to come in fill up their bottles we'll have tap hours my office will be there um and then we'll have our production space and then in the back there's like a receiving area so it's perfect size for the growth of our business at this point mm-hmm. who are your neighbors our neighbors we have great neighbors yeah, uh <laughs> we have a bakery and a pizza place so oh. i'm in trouble <laughs> um wall street slice is just down the street and sleepy owl is our neighbor oh, so yeah, nice. and every they everything is amazing nice yeah so it's yeah. just nice to know when people come to to see you they can also make a couple of little stops totally too. so yeah. that that's nice to too. And um, we have Barnhammer just down the street as well. Ah, yeah. nice. And there is a coffee shop opening up, but I'm not sure. They've been very hush-hush. I have no idea who it is. Mm. And that's one of my other neighbors. So we'll oh, find out. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. So future plans now, like we still do workshops because that's a big thing. People yes. love learning from you. I'll still do workshops. Um, I'd like to do them regularly. Um, the summer's kind of been a little bit of a write-off. I didn't do as many farmers markets as I normally would. I didn't do any workshops. It's just been it's been a crazy summer. With, you have a baby with a, and with a new newborn. location, and oh my gosh, so I can't believe it. Once we kind of get past this, and then I can have like a regular schedule. We'll definitely offer workshops. At, my next workshop actually is at Harvest Moon on September. I think it's the fourteenth. So if anyone's heading out to Harvest Moon. What is Harvest Moon anyways? I don't think I've ever been. Yeah, September 14th. Um, September 14th. Harvest Moon is a festival, Clear Water, Manitoba. Not clear, like Clear Water, Manitoba. We go, typically we go every year. It's one of the most beautiful festivals I've ever been to. And do people camp there too? People camp, yeah. So we um, will go out on the 13th and we'll spend the weekend there. And the fun thing about this festival is... They have all workshops during the day from, you know, leather making to kombucha to like any, anything. And it's super fun and anyone can register. So if you buy a ticket, anyone can register for these workshops. They're all included. Oh, cool. And then they have music and uh, the campground's fun. They have these huge, uh, at nighttime, they have communal campfires. So the fire is humongous and there's probably like 40 people sitting around this campfire and everyone like sings it's it's a really it's my favorite festival of the year it's kind of like a nice way to kind of like 
end the summer. Yeah. Like Harvest Moon, all our friends go. There's probably 20, 30 of us that go every year and we camp. Uh, my partner, Rob, his brother owns Big Games. I don't know if you've heard of Big no. Games. They're like life-size games. So we camp with them. So all of the games are there. Oh, okay. so I have heard of them now, actually. Yeah, like the Big Jenga The and Big stuff Jenga, like that. Connect Four. Oh my gosh, I want that. It's so fun. Yes. So we camp with them and it's just a fun place. There's like kids and people and hang out. There's the big campfire there. It's so much fun. Okay, I want in on your camp. Yeah, you can, you can come camp <laughs> can with come us. Camp Lucy's going to be there. I, oh, I can take care of Lucy. And Barb will be there too. Fabulous. Yeah. So Barb's Rob's mom. So it'll nice. it's gonna it's gonna be super fun. Oh, I can I actually might check this out because <laughs> I love that whole idea. And I'm I'm like I'm I'm not a good crowd person. So like I don't go to folk fest. It's, it, that's oh, way yeah, too this, much for me. But this kind of sounds like a little small. bit of a combo with, of uh, the DIY homesteader fest and folk fest. Yeah, right? kind of together. Yeah. It is, and the music is great. The stage is like it's it's not super big. It's 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 really it's really quaint. And mm. sometimes like the weather. Like one year we went the. The northern lights were unbelievable. Like mm-hmm. it was, and like the weather, it could be, it could be cold, but most of the time the weather is really nice. So okay. we're praying for beautiful, nice fall weather. Oh no, I'm seriously going to check it out. And uh, yeah, I can be built in babysitter because yes, if I perfect. can rock a baby anytime, I'm <laughs> going to ask people to come in. I can hold your baby. Anybody that comes in the store, I'm just craving grandchildren <laughs> um, terribly. <laughs> so um Okay, this is this is really great. I love this. So yeah, workshops because we've had a couple of them at the store too, and uh, it's always like people are so eager to learn about it, mm-hmm. and they they are hearing so much about it. Like it is so common now for it people is. to know. Like it used to be kombucha. How do you like what is that? There's still yeah. people that call it kombucha. Cam. I always correct my husband. He calls or it kombucha. Kombucha. <laughs> I've had a lot of people say that. Kombuka. But this is how I always I always tell people. Cha means tea in Chinese. And kombu is the guy who invented it. So oh. it's an easy way to remember because then you're like kombu and then cha. So cha means tea. Okay. And kombu is the guy who invented it. Well, that's good to know too. I didn't know that. <laughs> Look at learn something new every day. Yeah. Love it. Okay. That's really great. Um, and uh, so you're also going to come to our event here so people can come and sample. You can come to the store anytime. I'll give you samples all you like. Uh, because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know which one to get. I'm like, try them try both. Them. Yeah. Some people even mix it. Yes, and they make I, their I own usually blend. mix them. Really? I even even the blueberry rooibos, all my flavors just taste good together. I don't know. Ah, I'm really excited. Swamp for the blueberry water one. Yeah, love that. Okay, that sounds really yummy. Um, yeah, so we actually have an event coming up here, which you fit in perfectly to. We're doing these curated type pop up events, and because this is the part of the new season of the grow season, so we've booked here at Cloakroom Wellness five different events and the first one that's coming up is on uh, October the 6th it's a Sunday <laughs> I'm looking where did I write that down on a Sunday from two to five all the info is on our website but it's called a Mad Hatter Tea and Tabbies pop-up event and basically it has everything to do with tea or cats <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> yes and um we decided to do a mat I, well I wanted to do a big tea party and I thought okay who all do I know that's making some yummy stuff that has to do with tea so it'll be tea and treats so it could be like baked goods too but uh, we definitely have hot cups coming uh hollow reed is coming hyru uh hyru uh the hibiscus uh, tea okay um and then you're here for sure too and then we have a few crafters 
that are doing cat stuff. So cool. it's really going to be fun. And we will have a big Mad Hatter kind of theme set up. So people, it is a tea party. Awesome. People will come and be able to sample and purchase. And then they can sit and enjoy. And we have like a photo op space. And we also have Miss Jayla's uh kittens coming here so oh. she's opening <laughs> best for last <laughs> yeah so we have a little area with a whole bunch of pens uh, like or a pen of kittens that are ready for adoption and she's actually the first to have a cat cafe here in Winnipeg and her new locations opening on Henderson Highway uh, I guess pretty soon but uh, is does she have a cafe that's open right now yes well I think it might just it might have just closed okay. and so she's opening in the how new did location. I not know there's a cat cafe yeah <laughs> they're a big thing I had Crazy. not known hmm. how passionate people are about cats oh yeah yeah there's I, a I, store I have a dog so that's why I guess I don't know how passionate people are about their cats. Oh, yeah. Like I Rob even says, he's like, if if you never met me, Michelle, you were on your way to be a crazy cat lady. <laughs> like you would have had a whole bunch of them. Probably. I yeah. have two cats now. Do you? And I, yeah, I definitely would cap it at two. So no, okay. I wouldn't be a crazy cat lady. But I do love cats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like cats too. I just didn't realize like the cat cafe oh, yeah. thing. It's a thing. It is. And apparently a lot of people seek them out in different cities. Oh, yeah. I've been to one in Montreal. Okay. When I went to Montreal, I Googled cat cafe. So really is, because I was going to ask Miss J about this too. So is it like, do you just get a coffee and a tea and sit with cats? Yes. That's so the, so the one that is. I went to in Montreal had like cat stuff everywhere and then it was like a small cafe so I think they had like a couple sandwiches and and then the a full cafe menu like like lattes and stuff like that huh interesting yeah okay. it was fun I mean you get to play with cats um yeah so that's super cool that there's gonna be one in Winnipeg yeah so yeah it's gonna be on Henderson Highway I can't remember the cross street or the exact address right now I've just seen the signs in the window mm. that says coming soon and I then realized that that was her cat cafe that and, and she just has this amazing reputation people love her and uh, she is just so passionate about helping people find their pet and 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 saving all these cats and that's awesome I know so yeah she's super excited to be set up here too and uh and we're really excited about this because this is the well we did a pop-up event um already while we were on our hiatus uh, which was so fun because we wanted to try out the space and see what we could do here and mm -hmm. get the get the uh, ideas flowing and so we uh definitely see lots of way to uh have kombucha and things yeah <laughs> totally yeah and I think that this one will be perfect so I'm really excited about that so mark that one on your calendar uh October 6 2 to 5 at Cloakroom Wellness it's uh 70 Albert Street I gotta keep slowing down to think <laughs> Albert Arthur I just you know I think because Divine Light Therapies is over on 70 Arthur oh, okay probably and so that's in my head all the time and it's uh 70 Albert here right yes. above Leonard Taylor Tara Davis right upstairs and it's just uh such a gorgeous space and so we want to totally take advantage of this space and use it for all kinds of stuff and and Leonard Taylor too that was his whole intention with this space is creating a, a space for creatives and and community so we were really much in line with what we both wanted mine was about creating connections building community um and and showing off all the great talent that we have in this city uh doing amazing things like this that you know can can help us all really i mean mm -hmm. everybody can benefit from and i can't believe how many people come in and fill up those growlers so we have two size growlers we have like 
you call it a growler and a howler. The howler is the smaller one liter. Yeah. The howler technically is a one liter. A growler is a two liter. See, and I think uh, the howler would be bigger. I, I got it backwards in my brain. Yeah. You growl <laughs> and you howl. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's the one or the two liters. And so you can buy the bottle and bring it back and refill it there. And yeah, I get people coming in sometimes with four bottles. Like mm-hmm. they are scared to run out of it. So <laughs> and when you buy it, how long can it stay in the fridge for? Well, kombucha is fermented. So... It doesn't really technically expire. We say about six months in the fridge. Oh, um, that long? Yeah. Oh. Like actually kombucha almost gets better. It like It's almost like wine. Like it gets better with time. So we do say six months just because the Food and Development Center, like, you know, you have to put an expiry date on it. Um, and it will still continue to ferment even in the fridge at a very, very slow rate. Um, so if you have kombucha and six months later you open it up, it might be a little bit more tart than when you first had it, but it doesn't mean that it went bad. It would just turn into vinegar. Okay. And what about the carbonation part of it though? If it's, so if it's would... left unopened, then it, it should be fine. Um, another little trick too, is if you have a flat bottle of kombucha, because it's a living beverage, you can actually take it out of the fridge, put it on your counter and let it sit overnight. What will happen is the yeast will reactivate, eat some of the sugars, create more carbon dioxide, and then it'll be fizzy. Again, you can pop it back in the fridge. It'll end up being a little bit more tart because some of the sugars will get eaten, but that's like a little trick you can do if you want it to be fizzy again. Right, but same benefits. Pardon me? Oh, same same benefits. benefits Yeah, it's the same benefits. So even if you find kombucha, it's still safe to drink it, but we do have to put an it's a best before, I guess, six months. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so w- would yours be considered that double ferment? I just wanted to clear uh, what this double ferment so is. So a second ferment um, is when you make it your batch and you make the kombucha base and then you would add a flavoring agent. So it could be um, your lemon ginger and then you would seal it and do a second ferment. We don't do a second ferment. Okay. Um, ours is we just... It, it's when you make your first batch, it'll have a lot of carbon dioxide. So if you can bottle it right away and seal it in, um, then you'll have as all the bubbles. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But you can do a second ferment if you want it to be super, super fizzy. Oh, that's all it does is it just makes it really fizzy? Yeah. The second ferment is um, to make it effervescent, to make it really fizzy. Okay. See, I always thought the second ferment was when you're adding the flavoring. You do add, you can, you add the flavor and, but you can, you can still add the flavor to kombucha without doing a second ferment. So for us at our capacity, it's, I've, I've tried doing second ferments. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. But if someone's making it at home, they like in my workshops, I teach people how to do it. They would have their kombucha, their ready kombucha. Let's say they have 75% kombucha and then they do 25% of, they can make a flavor with tea or make a flavor with like fresh juice or whatever they want, ginger. Um, then you would add that in and seal it. And then what would happen is the sugars that are inside the kombucha will get eaten by the yeast. So the yeast will come in and eat the sugars and then it releases CO2, but because it's sealed, it stays inside the liquid. So that's what makes it fizzy. Okay. Oh, so interesting. <laughs> Look, I'm like, wow. And then it, it also depends too, like when you harvest it. So if you harvest it and it's not very sweet, then you might need to add some sugar back in. So that's why like when harvesting at harvesting your kombucha at the right time is very important Mm -hmm. and um temperature is also very important because kombucha will ferment 
way faster in warmer temperatures. So in the winter, like the first time I was making kombucha and I did a full calendar year, my ferments went from like two weeks to like 30 days. So, and, and then it's just figuring out like, okay, this temperature, this is what it ferments at. So my first year, there's lots of learning curves, but Mm -hmm. I finally, our new space is going to have a fermentation room. So it's going to be like clockwork. Everything will ferment exactly the same. Well, that's perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Oh, I'm excited to see the new space. So definitely want to yes. know about the grand opening. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'll be there <laughs> sipping. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there'll sure. be some sipping. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and so anything else we should talk about with uh, kombucha and what else is going on besides uh, now you're getting married? You've got another thing Ooh. to add to your list. Yes. Yeah. We're planning our wedding now. Oh, <laughs> nice. I'm not busy enough. But, yeah. Uh, that's next year. So. But still, it takes some time to plan. (laughs) We've kind of figured out most of the details, actually. Um, We got the venue we wanted. We have our photographer. Oh, good. Our cater. We got a band. Oh, my gosh. We have a DJ. You're way ahead of the game. And we have an event planner. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, that helps. Someone to, you know, coordinate all the logistics. Yeah. Because I'll be too busy. Oh, for sure. You're just going to show up. I'm just going to show up, I guess. (laughs) With with the love what you do shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. Where's my dress? <laughs> yeah. Just throw that on over top. No, that's fantastic. I'm yeah. so happy for you. Thank and you. Uh, I am so excited to see what comes out of the new location. So Wosley Kombucha, keep that one on your uh, your uh, radar as well as far as the um, the opening of the new location and visiting it. And of course, supporting um, our wonderful local kombucha maker here. And uh, otherwise, I hope um, I hope everybody comes out to the uh, Mad Hatter Tea and Tabby's pop up event so that we can um, we can show off all of these wonderful things that are being uh, made right here with as far as the teas go and everything else, of course, that's going to be in on that day. So anything, final words we want to say? Um, well, I could let you know a few of the events that Wolseley Kombucha is going to be at in the oh, next yeah, month. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, like I said, Harvest Moon. And then we have VegFest on September 21st. Oh, yes. So that's, uh, we're really looking forward to that. We're also going to, that's going to be the launch of our new apples, apple chai. Okay. Yeah, it's an apple chai. Were you at VegFest last year? No. This is your first year at VegFest? Oh, it's fabulous. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. We we weren't able to go last year. I can't remember. I think it was on the same weekend as Harvest Moon. Okay. That's what it was. It's such a great turnout of events. So really encourage people to come to that. We're we're actually, we've been a sponsor for VegFest and we've been there all three years now. Like this will be the third year. Oh, you're going to be there too? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we were there last year too with Generation Green and Acorn Cafe. This year we're just doing Acorn Cafe Mm -hmm. because we sell so much cheese there our vegan cheese is insane oh for sure so we sell so much of that and we've got new things too that we're going to be uh launching at veg fest only so it is such a great turnout there though it's a great event for anybody that's looking to explore you know more plant-based or more Mm -hmm. um you know just learning even more about what it's going to be really good we're looking forward to it and then on October 6th, we have your event. So, um, and that's, I mean, follow us on Instagram, um, stay up to date with all of our events and our grand opening that will be early, early October. Yeah. And we'll be sure to share everything too on our, uh, on our website and, uh, and going forth with the other events too. Yeah. I'm checking out a whole bunch of them too, like especially this harvest moon because I've mm-hmm. never been. Perfect. Thank you so much. Hopefully that wasn't too painful for you. No, it was good. (laughs) It's easy. See? Okay. Thank you everybody for, um, 
listening in on this one, on this episode. And if you have any questions at all, we can uh, send those over to Michelle too, and she could answer them. So make sure you post your questions or send us an email even. All the information's on our website at generationgreenwpg.com. And there's a tab there for the Wildflower Project. So until next time, everybody, keep being a wildflower. Wildflower.